This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Wrap Up. I'm Amy here, as always, with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. I'm just going to interrupt your one-on-one with your microphone and um, (laughs) invite myself and then tell you what I think you should be doing with your life, and then you're going to be fine with it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to let you know that a long time ago, Ethan told me that he had this in the bag and he knew that you were guys were going to end up together. And I just think, you know what, you should reflect on that. Maybe rewind history, smash that hourglass because he was just overconfident. He was overconfident, but I was over lazy and wasn't willing to look for another relationship. (laughs) Yeah, luckily he wasn't competing with anyone at the time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't compete with anyone before, probably won't ever. What a weird uh, villain. Arc what a we weird had. episode, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I went to bed last night, halfway through the episode, and like, didn't even put a second thought to it. <laughs> You're just like, it'll be there waiting for me. It will be. And it was. Mm-hmm. I will say the last like 45 minutes zip zipped pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was super excited. So I might have had over expectations um, because they were going back to Minnesota. So I was just like, oh, I wonder what they're going to show. Um, but it seemed like they just limited themselves to downtown Minneapolis in the summertime, which is just kind of deserted and not a lot that you're going to see. So um, excuse me. They took one pontoon boat ride. Oh, that's true. They did get out of the city a little bit. <laughs> A little bit, the tiniest tiny bit. Yeah. How did you feel the way how did you feel about the way Minneapolis was represented in this episode? You know what? Like clearly Minneapolis wasn't paying them to be there because I remember when we went to mm-hmm. Richmond, Virginia and Cleveland mm-hmm. and those cities look way more appealing than, you know. I think Michelle did a good job of showcasing it, you know, like speaking about it a little bit and just being like enthused to be there. Um and Joe as well. Um but yeah, they didn't show a whole lot yet. So we'll see what they do next week. But yeah, hopefully they're just trying not to like blow their load. But, you know, yeah, a lot of stadiums. So did you like that? Yeah, that was fun. I you know what? I wish I would have been super annoyed if I got this cool baseball date and mm-hmm. all I was doing was throwing out the first pitch and not actually staying for the baseball game. <laughs> yeah, I wonder because that annoyed me. I was like, OK, so they just walked on the field and left. Um couldn't they have gotten a suite or something but i think that must have been covid rules too like oh uh, maybe so but still with people but, yeah. um yeah but like there was people in the stands they kind of had like a socially distant seat like come on right i do believe okay let's see emily emily sure told me something about 
that day. Let's see. Let's see. They brought Joe out during batting practice and then brought her out again solo for the real first pitch. Interesting. So I would be super PO'd if I was going to the stadium and didn't actually get to watch the baseball game. Oh, so she maybe gave the real first yeah. pitch when the like closer to when the game was. This was like yeah. a fake because there was nobody in the stands. But then they did the overhead shot and it was filled. Yeah, just <laughs> very fake. Yeah, um, but yeah, they are back in Minnesota, and I think. Caitlin and Tasha might have gotten like a little paid break there because mm-hmm. they didn't show up at the same time as Michelle because Michelle was kind of running the whole show until the rose ceremony. But they kind of see the guys getting excited, going on their flight. And then they're walking around downtown. Um, they stop kind of near I think it was City Hall. And I think they just thought they were exploring. And then Michelle shows up and says, like, welcome to them and says, like, the first one-on-one is right now. Joe, want to come with me? So I don't think he was dressed for the part, but, you know, I think it was cool that he got the first one-on-one, even if it was a little bit, you know, of a letdown to just go to the Twin Stadium, throw out a fake first pitch, get a kiss, yeah. and then head out. It, it felt like finally um, Michelle was getting to go on dates with the guy she actually wanted to go on dates with. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so she's a little more energized. Oh, we did see her talking to her parents, too. That was yeah, that was sweet. Fresh. I'm glad that they got to have that moment. I, I, we, you know what? I think we need more or less isolation during their time as the lead. Like, I mm-hmm. think I think um, Michelle could really benefited from being able to see her parents and seeing her friends. And there's really no need for for the lead to be totally isolated from their friends and family like i like that there's they can be kind of a a part of of the journey as you will yeah um yeah so they gave her you know just kind of i think reassured her a little bit and we're just like oh i don't know how you're gonna choose and she just kind of gave them whatever she could give them without meeting anyone at this point um but i think it sort of relieves the parents and the lead to just sort of have that connection of home and maybe they're not doing traditional um meet the parents type mm. of visits later on. Yeah, we really didn't see a clip of that. And I felt like we saw a clip of quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the Joe date, the next place they go after the first pitch is to her high school. And so they just kind of have the place themselves. Uh, would you remember where your locker was if you were to go back to your high school? Absolutely not. Like <laughs> I can like visualize general areas. Yeah. But I didn't even know what number my locker was when I was in high school. Like, I just I don't have a head for numbers. I can't remember them well. Yeah. Like, I was always bad at remembering my lock combination. Like, I was just not it was just I just was not good. And then, like, I, I don't know if this was the case for you, but uh, we we didn't get like the same locker for all four years no. of high school. Like I we switched every semester, honestly. Just based on where your like first class of the day oh, was. Yeah, we switched every year and it was sort of like, this is the freshman area. This is the sophomore, you know, mm. so you couldn't really keep the same. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we usually had to share too. It's just not. Cool. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you so, mean? Like you had another person that had the same locker as you and you just like, they take one side, they take the other side of the locker. <laughs> it wasn't like a, like a, like a half, like you get the top half no. and they get, like it was um, literally, you're just sharing a locker. Yeah. Do you get to choose who you share a locker with? No, it's like alphabetical. What if you didn't trust that person? I don't know exactly. <laughs> I think maybe like when we were older, you could 
you could choose if you did it like in advance, but what? yeah, it was not cool. And I want to, I want to say like when I was at a really big high school, you had like the half locker and still shoot. <laughs> so you're like, how what? do you even fit in? How many yeah. kids were at your high school? I don't know. There's like a thousand or something. What? Yeah. I guess ours was like 800. The one my brother went to was about 1200, but like he, he went to a, a Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, there's only like three or four Catholic high schools in the region where like there's a public high school in every city, more or less. Mm-hmm. So there's just like more kids go there. But um, yeah, that seems wild. I'm real estate. <laughs> but yeah, her, she had like her, like the trophy hall and her picture up there. So it seemed like, like almost like a normal date you would go on if you were in high school still or something. It's like you can't normally get access to your high school. Maybe you would go to like mm-hmm. an event that's happening at school, like a game or something. And then you could walk around the halls and be like, oh, this used to be my locker and stuff. But it seemed like she gave him kind of the like sentimental. It made sense for the two of mm-hmm. them, I think. It did. Yeah, they they very much kind of understood where each other was coming from sounds bad but it's like they both kind of kind of peaked in high school like they didn't actually <laughs> peak in high school but they're just very much making it seem like that was their glory days mm-hmm. as yeah. a non-athletic person high school is definitely <laughs> not my glory days i right. still haven't reached my glory days but you know yeah i mean i remember when ben higgins speaking of i guess we bypassed the that's oh, yeah, news, we forgot. But... sorry he got married this weekend but remember his season it was like going back to his high school but there was not really any like important reason to it was just like mm, this there's just nothing else to yeah, do it was indiana i suppose so they play um basketball in the gym and then they go to this restaurant that has a ferris wheel and i've actually never been there it's always been like kind of on my list to go but then it's like oh I'll get there someday. I'm <laughs> gone, but it's called Betty Dangers. And so they go there for dinner and it was a place that he had been to before and she hadn't. So I thought it was kind of cool that it's like he's going somewhere familiar. Yeah, I liked, I very much like that he went on one of the Minnesota dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is where he gets into a conversation. Um, they They showed like a little you know, that screen beforehand, like that the conversation was going to talk about um, suicide and or thoughts of suicide. So viewer discretion is advised, which um, it seems like they haven't done this every time that this has been brought up. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting that they did this time. But um, like, I don't think they had that for Jamie's conversation about no. his mom. So and I wasn't well, sure Rick's yeah. either. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I mean, like, I. I don't even remember seeing the one here in Canada. Mm. So oh, okay. it might just be an ABC thing or yeah. something. I'm not sure. So um, he talks about the many injuries he had um, playing basketball. And then there was like broken leg and then his fifth metatarsal got surgery on that. And the doctor put in like too large of a screw and it split his metatarsal in half and then had to get that repaired. And just he couldn't really play the same after that, um, just, you know, just sustaining that and going through yeah. all that. And I, I too have broken my fifth mar- metatarsal. Really? Okay, yeah. so you can speak on that a little more. <laughs> I um, sounds really I painful. Was walking on a curb and then I fell the one inch off of the curb and broke my foot. And then because oh. it was so ridiculous, I just assumed I didn't break my foot. Yeah. 
Um, so I, it took about two weeks for me to go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you got a broken foot. Um, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was very bruised. What do you do? Just rest it? Um, did I rest it when I was 17? No, no, I didn't. Mm. No, I just went, mm, it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, least of my worries that foot. That time. I have so many other injuries. <laughs> So you could relate to Joe on this level. Yeah, except his derailed his athletic career. Mine is just derailing my everyday <laughs> ability to live my life without pain. Yeah. Um, he. I don't think his is from sheer clumsiness either. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it was sustained playing basketball. So. No, no, no. It was <laughs> much, much dumber than that. Um, he talked about how basketball was his life and then you know by being in physical therapy and not and then coming back and not being able to feel like the exact same like that he was competing at the exact same level really lost his identity and felt really depressed anxious and um even had thoughts of suicide so they um you know she just kind of credited him for like you got through that and that she could relate to him on you know just that connection to the sport and yeah, they just kind of had the had the moment, went on the Ferris wheel, and we hear Michelle talk about. Um, I wrote down this quote that she said it it was like a date where two souls that had been living side by side were finally brought together. So I thought that was really deep and something you don't mm-hmm. usually hear this early on in a season. Um, and then he gets the nickname. I think we had maybe called this, or at least it was brought up as a question. His name is Joe. What type of Joe is he going to be? She called him Minnesota Joe a couple different times. So, um, Ethan affectionately called him Minnejota. Oh, yeah. If we didn't have all these other Joes to kind of like line him up with, that probably maybe that would take off a little more. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he affectionately called it Nate Minate Soda. Oh, but he's not from Minnesota. I you Win know eight what? peg. Win eight peg. Win eight peg. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, wait. Or Manitoba. Manitoba. Oh, I'm oh. texting Ethan that one right now. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna like it as much because it's not his personal joke, but I think it's better, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, at this point in the show, I'm like, oh, Joe's taking this away, but you know, <laughs> this is only the first half of the episode, so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was a lot more excited to watch um, these dates. Like you said, it seemed like people we've been waiting for her to ask out on a date for a while. Well, there was finally stakes, right? Like mm-hmm. it was finally like these are the these are for me the two obvious front runners. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was it was uh, it was nice to see them finally um, you know touch in. What's it called? Touch in in hockey when they oh. get in the game from being on the side. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think... Also, nobody tweet me and tell me what it is. I I'm don't not used to these seasons. I feel like usually... I mean, I guess it was an odd one with Jamie because she did connect with Jamie right away and then it just took a turn. So, like, that didn't throw me that for him to get the first one-on-one. But the other choices since then, it's like, really? Like, I didn't see it that much with these people. So, um, usually I feel like you can kind of call, like, oh, yeah, this is an obvious one. And like, it sort of makes sense where those early one-on-ones go, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's felt very overdue. Uh, then we have the group date card comes and it says, meet me at the stadium. So 
Casey, Rodney, Martin, Leroy, Rick, Clayton, Olu, Chris, and Brandon are all going. So that yeah shows that Nate is the one who gets that next one-on-one. Of course, Chris, not very happy about this. He thought obviously he would get it since he warned her. I hate this week. dude, man. I hate him. I hate this dude so much. Like he's so entitled. Like, babe, mm-hmm. this is not your TV show. This is Michelle's show. It's not about you. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking here because he also just went to this date with a completely bad attitude, not talking to her, not pulling her aside and making those little moments, which was the whole point of his speech last week of what. And he was like getting mad that she wasn't pulling him aside. Yeah, he said like, yeah, I'm normally happy go lucky and I wasn't that on the date. So why didn't she pull me aside and ask me about it? Like. Why would you want to pull she someone that's time for your BS? She yeah. has other hotties to go to. Legitimate hotties. <laughs> I would rather spend time with Leroy than whatever this guy's name was. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so they arrive at US Bank Stadium, um, where the Vikings play, but it was off season. But she says, Are you ready to meet the Vikings? And so they're all excited. Like, well, oh, she punked them. She punked yeah. them good. <laughs> who's going to come out there's some steam and it's like three um renaissance Guys, fair actors like, <laughs> playing as yeah, who, viking. yeah i guess it wouldn't be viking as at the ren fair but you know something like that along that vibe like three viking actors show mm-hmm. up ready to have a viking competition and so some of the men were more excited than others and they all had to like go to locker rooms get on their custom costumes and I like Casey's line here. He says, Chris went from being a horse's ass to having a horse's ass because Chris was the one who was in like a minotaur costume. Like he was riding a donkey or something. And everyone else had like studly, um, like furs and like. Yeah. Does, does production hate Chris? <laughs> like that's the only theory I have here. Yeah. It's like they hate him, but they're relying on him to like carry on some sort of you know, like make a fool of himself. So I guess he's playing into that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Um, so a few different competitions that they had to do. Now, you're the food expert. What did you think right. that spread? How would you have handled that? Um, 
I'm I'm not like super into gross food challenges because a like it's not gross food everywhere and b I have a weak stomach mm-hmm. and I have um I I have a I have an overactive gag reflex okay I'll just say it <laughs> I'll just say it out of context account please don't take that and put that anywhere please thank you mm-hmm. um I don't know I just that's not my thing I don't like watching people gag because then I gag. I don't want you know i don't want to kiss boys who who then taste fishy after like <laughs> that's not what i'm going for personally um i don't know i had much more fun with the jammy date last week where everyone just snuggled and made bears mm-hmm. yeah they had ferment fermented herring um viking head hash it didn't seem like there's a lot of like rules going on like there was no like actual referee or anything so it wasn't like I think you could like have skipped out if you wanted to. On this. I could have like pretended I was vegetarian. Yeah. I could have just been like, okay, Michelle, I'm going to come talk to you. Uh, then they did a battle of arms, which was just arm wrestling and seemed like they had very uneven matchups there. And, but ultimately, oh, they had to do like a Viking roar as well. And ultimately they crowned Clayton, the, um, I guess the head Viking or whatever. And there were no, like, no prize really or anything. But did did you get any closer to looking at Clayton saying, ah, I see why he oh, is the next Bachelor? I really, I really can't. And in their little moment of, um, you know, after, during, like, the, the after party, I was really trying to get it. And I was trying to put myself in that position of, like... Am I going to make out with Clayton? Like, is Clayton make outable? And I just, I don't even really see the chemistry between him and Michelle. And so it's just hard for me to be like, have him as a rooting interest or like excited mm-hmm. to see him as a bachelor. Yeah, it didn't, again, like, it didn't seem like he was really connecting with her. It was more like, oh, I'm really glad you got to see me, like, come out of my shell and we had more time and then asking her about like her season and like how like she got her confidence like as if her confidence only came from like going through that season you know it was really weird like yeah. it seemed like he is was angling for the bachelor and got it kind of thing like what we heard happen with Clayton but this one or with Colton and this makes even less sense I think because we, no one gets to know him and it's not because it's like it doesn't seem like he's on the trajectory to have like the classic like strong connection with the lead and then is heartbroken you know Mm -hmm. because it yeah it doesn't seem like she's it seems like he's taking a spot from somebody else that should still be there and like producers like hey just keep him around like he's yeah yeah." like i don't get it like for what reason are we doing this yeah um let's see they she had a little moment with brandon where she like brought him swedish fish so she's like here's another nordic fish to like make up for it (laughs) She really likes Brandon. Yeah. He's she just cute. digs him. He's, I think uh, he's, he's just like, on me a little bit. Yeah, I think he yeah, I really enjoyed him in this episode. I I think he's just like a breath of fresh air, honestly. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't had a one on one as well. Like I think that's I think long? I think he's up next week. He has to be, right? I think so. Um, let's see, any other moments? We just kind of see Chris moping around like He's the only guy that doesn't get time on this date, which again, well, really that makes time, time, man. Yeah. <laughs> again, this isn't he like he's acting like the main character when this is truly not his show. Yeah. He's barely like a supporting actor. Yeah. 
And he's doing the thing where it's like he's blaming the lead, which is not a good look. Um, So we'll see that come to play a little bit later. But um, let's see. She gives the... Oh, we saw like a mini part of like with Olu, but I think that was at the end where she's trying um, different foods. Mm -hmm. But they didn't see that during this part of the date. And um, Clayton gets the group date rose. But for what reason? Who knows? She's like the producer. I, she, yeah, like I don't I think like there's anyone on parents. The, yeah, I don't think there's anyone on the date where she's super liked them. So mm-hmm. the producers were like, "Just give it to Clayton. Yeah, <laughs> just just do us a solid." Right. She's like, "Okay, I don't care." Like, yeah, they're probably like upset at her for getting rid of like, Peter way back when, and yeah, I was like, "You can do this for us." So Nate gets his date card and says, I'm looking for a guy who isn't afraid to test the waters. So Joe was the one who read it to him. He was back at the hotel uh, while everyone was on this group date. Um, And so obviously they're going to be boating or doing something with water. Um, And then they go to Lake Minnetonka, which this is like a big lake in Minnesota. Like it's kind of the, like this is where Chris Humphreys had a house or oh, grew up okay. and so like i know like the kardashians when she was married like they went she, kim went there and it's like the very like affluent homes around this lake mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but there are like pu- there's a public boat launch and things so other people can go there but so for her to be like um it's my dream to have a home on this lake like it's very like the upper echelon <laughs> real estate to have a home right on the lake yeah for this particular lake but there are a lot of other lakes around as well in the cities themselves but this is not far outside and they're going on a pontoon it looks like they must have rented a house because needs like walking down from yeah. someone's like personal yeah, residence funny. I, I noticed that too i was like oh that's interesting <laughs> yeah so um i thought they were gonna maybe end up back there yeah like a nice yeah. like campfire or something yeah like that. but no they um michelle picks them up off the dock and then shortly thereafter is telling him well you know, I know this is a one-on-one, but this is going to be a group date. doesn't seem like this phase is neat. Like, he can kind of, like, roll with anything. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's, like, I Just was like, very okay. impressed with how chill he was about, like, the whole date. Like, I yeah, think there was the a lot of moments where he could be rattled and he just wasn't, yeah. which I think is not really what I expected from Nate, like, especially after like last week, him getting kind of really upset with Chris. Um, but he was, he was great. He was great with the friends. I think he kind of saw how important that was for Michelle. And he really just had like a good time. Like he wasn't upset that he's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't expect him to be like, well, this is like my one-on-one, like why are all these people here? But he was like very much fun. And like, it was good. I, I appreciated it. Yeah. So she brought two of her friends Tia and Allie to kind of join them on the pontoon. They grilled them a little bit. And I don't know if they were coached on questions to ask, but yes, they were absolutely coached on questions to <laughs> because ask. They were just like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and one of them like specifically got at the like, so why do you think this guy, did you say something that might make him think that you said that you were the front runner? And he's like, oh yeah, I said that. You know, I am expecting to have a one-on-one. Well, Michelle has told me to be patient. So, like, he was giving even more insight into why he might think a one-on-one was coming. If, you know, like, the leads often will be like, just be patient, you know, to the, like, mm-hmm. the ones that they really like. So, I think if Michelle had any doubt before then, like, that's that's all he needed to say to kind of explain it. So, um, and 
yeah, they seemed his her friends seemed to really like them together, and he had said that he's like excited to meet more of her friends. So I just thought it was a cute date. After the friends leave, they get purified in Lake Minnetonka, which I've never done. So I, I guess I'm missing out on a Minnesota what does tradition. That mean? Just like jumping in or what? Well, um, it's from um, Purple Rain. So Prince oh. um, says to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. So um, I guess that's, you know, it's almost more like a, an homage. I wouldn't say it's right. a tradition. But, that, may, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, yeah, anything else about this first part of the date? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, I was pretty, I was quite chuffed with, with what happened. Yeah. Not as chuffed with the second part. No. <laughs> to no fault of needs. Right. Um, so it looks like they go back to U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> yeah, they have the rental. So like, yeah, they have like, a we have this for the day. rental. But they're like, we need <laughs> So true. Yeah, they have the group date during the day. And then they're like, oh, let's just bring me. <laughs> uh, too funny. But yeah, they have a lot of open space. I guess you can create an indoor environment, get get someone to cater it and it was nice nice. like it was it was really pretty like i you know all the glass i thought it was an art gallery at first honestly Mm -hmm. and they both had they both were wearing white so they were yeah like is that planned must have been wardrobe so um so having their dinner she talks about okay so remember on matt's season when I don't, Amy. Okay. You know I don't remember anything about that season. When well, you told me Michelle came in second, like right before the season yeah, started, I, forgot. I was I was shocked. I didn't remember that at all. Well, I didn't remember this until she started talking about this past relationship where it got, like I can't believe we haven't heard this story before, but she goes mm-hmm. into the story about past relationship. And from math season, I remember when she had her hometown when her parents were there and she said something like, you know, you guys have been with me through like the toughest breakup and I don't want you to see me like that again. And I thought, Oh, that's a little, maybe like overdramatic. Like, you know, like what, like what happened? Why didn't we hear any more about that? Like what, what was the degree that like her parents had to build her back up? But now we found out like, Oh, this was serious. Like this, yeah, like she really, was seriously ill from yeah. this relationship. Like she was seeing specialists thinking that she had something seriously wrong with her. And it was all like from being in this toxic relationship, having anxiety and like manifesting in these physical symptoms where she couldn't keep food down. That she would have to like put a food bag in or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and sort of like that her, she moved back home and her parents are kind of, you know, helping her through it. And then like not showing her like how, you know, stressful it was on them. Was, yeah. yeah. And, that and like she said that. that this guy said that, you know, like he couldn't do any anymore. He couldn't like take care of her being sick. And like that's it's just like that's that's some true colors right there. You do not want to be with the person who is not willing to, right. so to he's stay like, with you in those moments. Like at that point, like she's so sick from a symptom of that relationship, but not yeah. knowing it at the time. But yeah. then is with someone that like is like, oh, you're too sick. Like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. So she's telling this to Nate. Um, we're not really hearing a lot from Nate on his end, like anything no. about him. But I guess, you know, um, just like he was supportive on her and can't, couldn't imagine anyone doing that to her. Um, and then uh, we see back at the hotel, Chris is still seething about, you know, how he didn't get time and 
can't believe that Nate got the one-on-one and he's got to do something about it. And it's like, oh no, here we go. We know. I what's, thought he what's was happening. just going to like wait until their date was over and like mm-hmm. surprise her at her hotel room. That might have been worse. Calmer. This was so bad. Yeah, that would have been a smarter move if you actually want to get with the lead. Yeah. And say like, oh, I know you had your date, but I, you know, I'm still concerned. But no, he, you know, it's not that far. It's still downtown. But so he got like a quick Uber over there or producer driving. him. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think he paid for his own Uber or what? Right. No, I think they're like, oh, yeah, it's just down. Like, I know where they are. It's just down a couple blocks here. Do you think he knew he was on his way out and just wanted to like kamikaze? So he got a spot on Paradise. I've heard that that um, that's what Charlene's theory is just that like maybe not that he knew he was on the way out, but just that he knew he wasn't winning. So all this stuff since last week is just like, let me like make the most of my little time here because I haven't been shown at all. So I don't know if he knew he was on the way out, but knew that she wasn't siding with him, you know, yeah. he's seeing it like this battle. Do you think he could have benefited from that bachelorette binder from the first episode of like how to not become a TV villain? Right. Yeah. Don't do this. He should have like Rick or what was the thing? Ryan should have passed it on. Yeah. It just seems like wild to think that you can interrupt a one-on-one with the leads obvious favor and think you're going to survive that moment. Right. Like it's this just is- not the time or place. Like I, I can understand like wanting to express your concerns or whatever, but like not crashing a one on one. Right. Like can you imagine if somebody crashed Chris's one on one, he would have lost his mind. Yeah, exactly. Nate was very cool about the whole thing. Like uh, when I had to rewind to see his reaction. It was just too funny. Like he just sort oh, of was like weird weird it was so good like you and, and like he could have freaked out he could have flipped out he could have like been like oh they're talking about me like i don't want michelle right. to you know she, he was just very much like i feel confident in what we have like this guy's a doof yep. and you know let's just let it play out yeah and even like michelle's expression like it, she could not even hide how annoyed she was. It's just like, what is this guy doing here? You know, usually the leads are kind of like, we'll put on like a fake smile. No, Michelle like, oh. cannot do that. She <laughs> no. she just does not have it in her, which like is a, is a thrill for TV viewers everywhere. Yeah. Like she clearly couldn't even act like she wanted to like, okay, like just a minute, Nate. No, it was just like, yeah, I'll be back in a second. One Where second. are you taking me? One, one second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at that moment, she knew she was done. And I think she was done with him last week, but just got convinced to keep him around. And yeah, maybe the producers also were like, hey, you said you were going to call out Olu. You let us down. Like, we kept you around <laughs> here. Here's what you have to do. So, yeah, he really was just like, I feel like it was falling on deaf ears what I told you, which again, like, shouldn't And be I saying. wasn't like rewarded for it. And I was just like, oh, and he got the one on one immediately. So, yeah, again, nothing about, like, I feel really strongly about our connection. Like, I think we have, but I'm concerned about, like, you know, couldn't even frame it in a way to, like, make it seem like you would have a chance of staying around. So, yeah, clearly she's like, yeah, I think we're not on the same page. So it's best if you leave. And he didn't seem shocked by that. So, yeah, maybe he did know that he was like, let's just go out with bomb. Yeah, like, I wonder if he was, if he was going to finish the conversation with, like, you don't appreciate me. I'm leaving. Yeah, she beat him to it, which was is good. <laughs> yeah. He was gonna say like, yeah, if you think like 
you want to be with someone like that, then I'm not right for you. And it's sort of like, she'd be like, yeah, fine. <laughs> Just go. See ya. Yeah. So don't come to mental all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, he said he felt played by the whole situation and I don't want you to make the wrong decision. She's just kind of like, yeah, um, I didn't like when you spoke for me. I can speak for myself. She's, uh, she's yeah. a literal adult woman. Like <laughs> she can make her own decisions and she doesn't even know you that well. Yeah. She doesn't know if your, you know, intuition is off or not. Right. Plus, and he just explained himself. So <laughs> she could be like, uh, actually, he didn't even say that what you said. So uh so she gets back to the dinner with nate they have fireworks standing out on the balcony and it seemed like chris was driving around as the fireworks were going off not not clear if that actually happened but um and yeah they they make out and head back obviously he gets the rose joe got the rose on his date so Mm -hmm. we go to the rose ceremony joe nate and clayton have the roses um, we see a few little like mini moments in the city while they're at this cocktail party. So it actually wasn't canceled. Um, we see her walking around outside with Rick. It's probably like three in the morning at that point. Yeah. And like, this was, this was the moment where I was starting to dig Rick. Like okay. I'm not... I, I'm not totally thrilled with Rick, but this moment I thought was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And she seems super into him in this moment. And so I think it's one of those things where it's like, because she likes him and I trust her. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seems to really be falling. He's had his one-on-one and they are dancing in the middle of the street. So that's, you know, gotta be romantic. If you know, you're going to um, just sort of wander around the city a little bit and have kind of a more natural moment. Um, then she creates a little moment for Rodney, takes him up like to the roof deck, like not like an official roof deck. It didn't seem like it was sort of like a, an abandoned stairwell and he's blown away by that. So were you waiting for a real surprise? Oh, like there was going to be something else. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, like there's There's going to be something. Yeah. Like his name's going to be across. Yeah. Uh, Given how like excited he was just for that, I mean, I guess he didn't need more. So <laughs> they're p- really pushing this whole like I don't know if it was a replay of what he had already said, on, but it was just like again with the I'm not the tallest, I'm not the smartest, I'm not the strongest, I'm not the mo- like the best looking in the room. <laughs> but it seems like that's going to be his storyline. I I like Rodney a lot. I think mm-hmm. I I really value his like his openness and like he's earnest without feeling cringy Mm -hmm. yeah no i think it was cute that he was so excited about something kind of (laughs) minor um then martin okay this conversation about like how did he not sent home immediately i know i was trying to follow what he was trying to say and i was a little bit like wait so he was saying all women in miami are high maintenance and that's I why did, he came on the show because he wanted someone different it, and she's not yeah. like that. And I did feel like, to be fair, when she asked him what like makes a high maintenance, I did feel like he answered the question. Mm-hmm. I think he maybe just didn't answer the question in the way Michelle wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know. I thought I thought he answered the question. I thought he explained himself. I just don't think he's good at talking. Is the is the thing? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't really understand so, like, how. The second how time this happens, so I think you know she's probably still like attracted to him, but is thinking like I just see her like sending him home, just being like we're not really like good at communicating and <laughs> don't see eye to eye on things or something. Yeah, I feel that should maybe be like a sign. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I thought he was maybe going to get sent home here, but she might have already had her mind made up. So Chris obviously was already gone. Um, She calls Rick, then Olu, then Brandon, then Martin, then Rodney. And then we lose um, Leroy, who I don't think we saw him speak maybe once. And then it sucks. I liked him. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was cute. Yeah. And then Casey, I don't know that we ever saw him speak to Michelle, but we got a lot of um, him narrating. So we did lose that. Like he had some funny lines. But that is it for the episode. And then the preview didn't really show anything for next week. Because it no, all looked it like a tropical destination again. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't show much for next week, but I am excited about where it's going, I think. Yeah. Anything in particular? That stood out. Well, I just there was some more making out with Martin, and I was really surprised at that. You know who I didn't see is Joe. I didn't see a lot of Joe. That made me upset. Exactly what I said, Amy. I was like, "Where the heck is Joe here?" Yeah, I I thought Joe was a shoe in for the finale, and now I'm a little worried. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking that we're looking at Nate and Joe as number one and number two. Okay, because yeah, it could be just. I don't know. Maybe what they have. This would be too much of a giveaway, but yeah, or like maybe it's not that exciting because she like picks them, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tend to show those like the winners. Maybe there's like less. no drama with it because mm-hmm. he's such a lock. I don't know, but yeah, there's there was somebody's parent, like a dad, saying like he is not ready for marriage. So I always like when there's some like dramatic thing with a family it makes that a little more interesting. Um, so see what who that could be, but. Um, or maybe a brother. I don't know if it was a dad, but other than that, yeah, it looks like they get to go somewhere fun for a little while. Yeah, like I wonder where it is. Like I kind of feel like Hawaii, but I feel like we might have heard more about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So let's get into our questions. Um. This is from George. He says, "Just wondering, was the Viking date about making special moments and spending time with Michelle?" Or did Michelle tell the producer she's a lousy cook and needed to find out which of the guys have the ability to eat gross food? Um, I think it was just special. I No, I don't know. It wasn't even special moments either. Like, it was just kind of weird moments. Yeah, I think the producers were like, oh, I've got we can trick them. Vikings. You know, that's all they kind of came up with. Um, and then we saw nothing of Clayton on that date. For him to earn the group date win, I wonder what he did that impressed the judges and why they didn't show us. I don't get it. I really don't get it. <laughs> this is where the producers really have their hand. And yeah, it made me start thinking like, okay, are they doing this back-to-back bachelor thing? Like having a second bachelor season instead of the traditional place in May where you'd have the bachelorette because they're seeing that like Clayton isn't popping off the screen like they thought. Like maybe in person they're like, oh, he's going to be a great bachelor. And maybe like his season wasn't going great. Either. <laughs> I don't know. Like I really don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, 
He says, it doesn't matter if it was Chris Harrison before or now Tisha and Caitlin coming out to say this is the final rose is totally unnecessary. Hey, but if they didn't do that, then they wouldn't have even been in this episode. I know. I They popped out and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it was kind of like a um, a Canadian season where they don't have yeah. a host and the lead yeah. just does it all. But you would think like now that they have Caitlin and Tasha, like at least fly one out earlier and get them a little more involved, like handing out the group date card and stuff. But not like let Michelle hang out with her parents a little longer. Mm-hmm. Like they're saving money by not having the former host there. And then George also says, based on the previews, I wonder if there is a fundamental flaw in the premise of the show. Is it a problem that the lead seems to always develop feelings for multiple people and ends up in tears before the finale? I know there have been a few successful couples to come from this franchise, but perhaps they need to change the format. Can you think of any changes they can make to the format of the show that would help raise the success rate of the final couples? Um, I feel like if we change it too much, it's not like this show we're expecting. I think the success rate you could increase the amount of time for a couple of weeks but i just i just i just feel like the whole show is like a pressure cooker and it's it's not really designed to work no matter what and i i don't know i guess you would have to change like what the show actually is and it would not be the bachelor anymore yeah and i used to kind of bring in like Married at First Sight as an example, where it's like, oh, there they were like scientifically matching and they're really trying to get people to match. But even then, now that show, it's like, oh, you can tell they're not they're, even trying anymore. No, they're like, oh, it's a better show if we have drama. But yeah, the um, Bachelorette was it was always a flimsy towards that premise, you know. And once they saw that drama, dramatic seasons took off, that's the direction they went. So yeah, but it, but I feel like there was a lot of successful couples in the middle bit. Like mm-hmm. it's, I, I mean, like. Yeah, they might not last forever, but they no. But like, I'm still counting like Caitlyn as a successful couple, like her and Sean. Like they were together forever. Like Ashley and JP. Like sure, they are getting a divorce, but that was a successful couple. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like the long relationships still count as a successful couple. Yeah. Um. See. Sorry, my. Someone was freezing for a minute here. Here we go. Uh, Will Harrington, despite my love for Michelle, this this season hasn't fully engaged me yet. So please discuss the mess that is Hannah Brown and Peter. So he links to an article and says, you know, Hannah Brown admits the people article that she hooked up with Peter. I think it was after his filming was done. Right. It's it. um, I think it was like the bachelor stats account had like a timeline Mm -hmm. let me see bachelor data data let me see let me see let me see and he he says so peter was juggling hannah ann hannah b maddie and kelly have we ever seen a lead less ready to settle down than peter yeah so um yeah so it okay so the bachelor data timeline peter's season premiere was january 20 or january 6th Peter and Hannah Ann break up sometime in January 2020. Um, February 2nd, Peter and Kelly read into each other at the Super Bowl. Uh, February 6th, Kelly and Peter are spotted at a club together. February 26th, Hannah and Peter hook up after seeing each other at Hannah G's party. Um, and then that's <laughs> when um, Hannah goes to be a part of the quarantine crew. Yeah. And then, uh, and then um, early March, um, Maddie and Peter reunite via production. March 13th. That wasn't really or a March, real thing, I don't think. <laughs> no, it wasn't. March 10th, Peter's season finale. 
March 13th, Maddie and Peter break up. Um, March 26th, Kelly and Peter spotted in Chicago. Um, April 28th, Us Weekly announces Peter and Kelly are dating. Yeah, yeah. but they, I think we're dating maybe since they, like maybe under Kelly's mind that they were together since like February. and Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, that's interesting now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, Peter was definitely not. <laughs> and we knew that at the time, but maybe not to that degree. And we're just like, really? That's who you're going to go with? <sighs> like, we wanted Mike. <laughs> we could have had Mike. We could have had sweet darling oh wait uh, mike i was i was confusing clayton i was like confusing the timeline of like we're getting clayton when we could have had hot andrew yeah that's another one (laughs) without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Aaron Gibson says, Can Amy please talk about the weird Ferris wheel up and the dangers and how no one from Minneapolis would ever actually go on it on a date? Oh, see, I don't know because I've never been there. Is it really, like, messed up? I don't know. <gasps> Yeah, I think it's probably more like a drinking, you know, like you go there and you're like with a bunch of friends and like it's not maybe like a romantic carousel sort of what's like on the, what's on the menu at Betty Dangers? Hmm. Let me take a look. Oh, they do drag brunch. That's fun. Yeah. What? That sounds like a great time. <laughs> um, food menu. Oh, they have. It's not like a huge carousel. You know, like how some Ooh. cities have like the carousel that like you overlook a whole city and it's like a landmark. It's definitely not like that. It's like yeah. a little like fair type carousel, but it's permanent fixture there. That's so fun. Oh my God. They have a mini donut ornament platter for $13. That's a steal. Ooh. Okay. I'd go. I'd go. <laughs> I'm not a big Ferris wheel person. I don't like heights. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that tall. Then I'd be fine with it. Ooh, I'm excited. Matt is going to watch. He says, Matt, Matt Scott, who you know, tune in to last week's episode. If you missed it, go back. Matt Scott and Mari Forth joined us to talk wrestling in the Bachelorette world and more. Um, he said, I just want to say how much fun I had last week on the podcast. I can't wait to watch this week's episode. Hashtag Michelle should date herself. <laughs> we also had a great time. It was, yes. a, it was a great co- crossover event. Definitely. We, love, we love a good crossover event. Yeah, and I love getting new people watching. Not like, oh, I have to recruit people to watch the show, but just to get the fresh takes. Yeah, it was fun. Justin Feinberg, what Chris from this franchise is the biggest D-bag? Chris S. from this season. Goose Chris or Smoke Bro Chris from VIP who got kicked off VIP for prearranging a relationship with Alana. Speaking of Smoke Bro Chris in Bachelor News, that absolutely no one cares about Smoke Bro Chris, it's hard to say, and Alana are still, Alana are still dating and now live with each other. That's good for them. I was worried about them, but you know, love, <laughs> love prevails. Um, ooh, I think I have to go goose. Yeah, 
because there was really that like he was a real dick mm-hmm. he went on paradise and like matched up with another villain they got married and then it just seemed to he was immediately like, fall rude apart. to her there yeah yeah and then they broke up they got you know they got divorced fairly quickly um yeah and then so, he like complained on instagram about it mm-hmm uh, Justin Feinberg was the best part of quarantine the quarantine seasons that we went over a year without any high school dates. <laughs> or did this episode change your mind? And will Haley be taking Ethan to her high school so she can make out with him in front of her old high school locker? <laughs> Justin, if you think I would make out with anyone in public, you're very mistaken. Also, you think I made out with people in high school in general? Not an effing chance, man. Not happening. <laughs> not doing it then. Not doing it now did because it is a little odd that they even went to minnesota you know thinking about it because they didn't do that for katie's season you know like it's not that much later i guess but they spent seven dollars on katie that's true (laughs) but was the minnesota thing because they knew they had joe in the cast and like oh we have to like play into that and make people i think that's part of it for sure like oh he's got the upper hand again yeah, for sure. And then Tara Renee, what would you yell from the top of a building in Minnesota? I need a jacket. I don't know. <laughs> but this time of year, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they did then. But no, not then. But mm-hmm. it's still probably windy up there. Yeah. Again, I don't like heights. <laughs> um, let's check out how we're doing in the draft, Haley. No, <laughs> that's okay. Thank you. Very kind of you to s- suggest it, but I'm okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert, uh, Asia's still beating us. <laughs> and going to continue to beat us. Yeah. I don't know if I have. Let's see. What is George telling us? So follow at GeorgeCTV for the full breakdown. But the week five draft results are in. Asia builds on her lead in first with 102 points and a strong team of, whoa, she's got Nate, Rick, Clayton, and Brandon. So she's got those next bachelor points. We're screwed. Yeah, we're absolutely yeah. screwed. Um, Haley, you're in third with 61. You only have Martin left. Oh, no. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Nice for me. Sounds fun. <sighs> um, I didn't realize I had Chris on my team, but yeah, I lost him. And I have Joe, Olu, and Rodney. So I'm looking like putting all, I really like Olu, but we don't see enough of him. We certainly do I would not. love to see him get a one-on-one. Um, yeah, and let's discuss um, news since we didn't get to it before. Um, ben Higgins and his fiance Jess Clark—they're now—they're now married. And lovely a, for them. A lot of alums that attended. Who was the most surprising alum for you? Um, gosh, like. This like a random one, like Elise. It wasn't like surprising. It was just like, oh, I didn't know there was a connection there, you know? Yeah. But she apparently is now roommates with Blake Horseman. So. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then the fact it kind of made a little bit of headlines that Nick Vial and Sean Booth were both there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was not awkward. So good. I'm glad. But Caitlin and Jason were not there, even though they were invited. So I don't know if that was coincidence or not, but I think that could have been awkward. Do you think everyone in this photo is wearing dresses from Revolve? <laughs> Probably. 
Um, yeah, Becca and Thomas were there. So Thomas got that last minute invite. <laughs> you don't think he was mm-hmm. on the original guest list because they had to delay. Like they, you know, um, Ben talked about he was. I don't know if Jess was saving herself for marriage or that they, they just were not, you know, they were waiting till after and they had to delay the whole year because of COVID. And um, so that was, they were very looking forward to their wedding day. Mm-hmm. And do you think they said grown sexy 45,000 <laughs> times like Catherine and Sean did? I hope not. I hope they had oh another theme going on. What a nightmare that was. Yeah. Anyone else surprise you of who was there? Sean was my biggest surprise. Like I thought he just kind of like disappeared from the whole Bachelor Nation universe. Yeah. And you don't really hear Ben bring him up very much, but yeah, they were on the same season, but he didn't seem like he was maybe Sean just seemed like he was kind of in his own world. Like, but I guess he was, you know, they stayed friends. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley and Jared were there. And um, I think Ben, like he's just such a staple. (laughs) Like he's just always Mm -hmm. there. Like he goes on, um, seasons that he's you know and he was on winter games so that Michael guy was there you know like kind of oh, random yeah, ones good, good point winter, yeah. winter games and yeah. you know he has that podcast so then he became friends with Dean and I don't know if Dean I saw um, Kaylin was there I didn't recognize yeah him. I see Kaylin it's Dean somewhere in that photo I don't know he must be they're buds I think yeah so oh my god Chris Souls I think is there yeah which I don't get where that would have come from Caitlin sees it. Oh no, you're right. Caitlin was on his season. Oh, that's weird. I guess did they did Ben? No, did he advise Ben? Like you know, like did they? they I don't think Chris ever like made an appearance after that. I don't know. He did come on their podcast. I don't know that he would. You know, kind of talk through his story and you know, like yeah, that really horrible incident. Um, And you know, maybe they like bonded through like after the show like maybe Ben reached out to him or something but yeah he's also not really in the Bachelor Nation universe so yeah interesting um hmm. and then I wanted to get your thoughts on Katie Thurston is doing 12 days of messy she's counting down each day doing a different story where she takes a song from the album Red by Taylor Swift and ties it to one of the guys from her season so she's up to number six now Mm. and the one that everyone's talking about is that she did um i knew you were trouble when you walked in she put thomas and becca kufrin unfollowed her after that and also for her first one she did we are never ever getting back together she put blake so yikes girl like babes just just step away from it for for a few minutes yeah you're doing a lot Right. Um, good on Becca for unfollowing her for that. I would yeah. too. Yeah. She did Andrew is Run. Um, Girl at Home is Aaron and James. <laughs> <laughs> and then Holy Ground, that's kind of obvious, I guess. Mikey and Brendan is the last time. The only one I'm guessing would be stay 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 would be michael since he's the one that left yeah do you think what all too greg? well T- taylor's version is gonna be greg yeah must be the <laughs> actor right like oh it fits oh. yeah i like i didn't i didn't watch like the movie but i watched the snl performance which played the movie in the background yeah. 
Same. I truly cried throughout the entire 10 minutes and after it was done, Ethan was like, are you well? Like, what is wrong with you? I'm all too well, okay? It was just so emotional. Like, I was yeah. just like, oh. like, I've never had a breakup in my damn life, but I'm still like sobbing here. Like, I get it, Taylor. Like, I feel you. It's like, no, I don't actually feel you. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Any others we can predict here? I don't even remember who else <laughs> she hasn't really covered. Those are kind of the two yeah. main guys that she can pull from everyone else they're gonna be like wait he was on your you, season who yeah do you think justin is gonna get one? Oh, justin i feel bad i always forget him <laughs> yeah i know who came yeah. in second can He's you believe that one. oh my god yeah. he came in second by accident by pure accident right <laughs> yes so all right i think that was it for news i do have some takes from doug all right perfect um are high schools in Minnesota romantic? Has Amy ever tried to attract a love interest by taking them to her high school? Ooh, not two, but I, yeah, I have like driven by them, like just like as part of like a hometown tour, I guess you could say. I guess, you know what? I have taken Ethan to my high school okay, because he signed up to play recreational badminton and it happened to be at my old high school and I did drop him off once to show him where to go. So mm-hmm. I ha- I have taken Ethan through the hallow hall of my halls of my high school, but just near the gym area where I did not spend much time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it kind of gave me like her relationship with Joe. It sort of reminded me like I don't know. I remember one time like I ran into someone that I went to junior high with, and I was in co- like we were in college then. It was sort of like. Oh, like we we hung out as friends, and it was sort of like revealed, like oh, I had a crush on you back then. Oh, really? And like we tried to like get something going, but it was just like it was more like for our younger selves, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like it felt yeah, almost totally. like oh, like Michelle was like focused on like oh, Mister and Miss Basketball, like it's just too perfect. Like it seems like yeah. almost like nostalgic in a way. But yeah, I'm though, worried that like the puppy love of it is almost going to fizzle out, and they're going to realize that like they don't really have anything more than basketball in common or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Basketball in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Joe and Michelle get married, do you think they will be obligated to change their name to Mister and Mrs. Basketball? <laughs> uh, that would be what like did the, the theme. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what did the producers do to insult the Minnesota Vikings that was so severe that not a single player would appear? And we're in, we were instead subjected to a bunch of guys they found at the bus station dressed up as Vikings. Yeah, I'm. it is odd to me that usually we have these football dates and there are football players or something, but they, you know, it was the complete offseason. Probably no one was around yeah. in Minnesota. Uh, am I the only person who thinks that Brandon just sounds like one of the Backstreet Boys giving an MTV interview every time he talks to Michelle? <laughs> that is adorable. He's growing on me. I gotta say, mm-hmm. he's growing on me. I just, I'm starting to get that feeling though. I'm like, oh no, he's like so gonna like fall head over heels and he's yeah. gonna be heartbroken like whenever he leaves. Do you think he's making it to hometowns? Yeah. Who do you think are hometowns? Well, like, I don't feel Clayton even makes it to Homestown. It's the only time. Really? I, I feel like he that. has to. Like, it makes no sense otherwise. Well, yeah, from what we're seeing, the only reason I would put him there is because we know he's the bachelor. I guess so. Yeah. But like, if I'm just going off what I see, I would think Rick and Brandon would be like the bottom two spots. And mm-hmm. then um, Joe and Nate. 
What do you think? Yeah, I think Joe and Nate, and then I thought maybe Brandon and Clayton. Clayton. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rodney goes at like he Rodney is yeah, perfect, Rodney. like six out fodder. Like yeah, right yeah, yeah. I could see her being like, I don't want his family to get involved and like I yeah. really like him, but I don't want him to like get hurt or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh did anyone else notice that the questions Clayton asked Michelle were all about how to perform well as the lead? <laughs> yeah. Also, what the actual F has that guy done to make anyone think he should be the next bachelor? He has as much yeah. personality as a plastic bag <laughs> that is just tall and full of muscles. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, really by this point, we should all be like, oh, like, let's see more of him. You know, no. So. I don't um, know. And would you rather be the editor who had to remove all of the unlicensed music from the street piano player we saw or to eat genuine jollof rice hot sauce? I don't know. I was oh, interested that looked snack. good, but... It looks really good. Yeah. I would have, like, ate around, like, been like, oh, let's just leave the peppers off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's it from Doug. And that's it from me, too. I think, I think we covered this episode more than uh, I was expecting to. <laughs> exactly well we will be back next week and see what else happens in minnesota so until next time oh wait i didn't get your plugs help Haley. oh yeah oh my gosh what am i doing these days um twitter and instagram at strong underscore check out my bookstagram at the strong library i'm on tiktok now i think it's strong Ooh. takes i think that's my tiktok handle that's i've posted one. a few this week um if you want to follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash Haley strong and then that's about it you know that's about it you know right. what about you find me on twitter at rhp recapper and married at first sight is wrapping up but there's still like a two-part reunion of course there is. so yeah asia and i Do are still recovering out- it did we find out if people stayed together or not? That's the decision day, right? Yeah, so we're at that point. But the reunion, you're like, did they really, really stay together? Yeah, not? true. How many so, people stayed together? How many couples were there? How many stayed together? There are five couples. Wow, they're really going all out with the couples now, Yeah, right? it used to always be three. So they want to boost their odds. So they have they had two that both said yes. So. Oh, nice. Did they, well, did they, was there any couples that one said yes, one said yeah, no? Yeah, there were two. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't usually happen so that added oh. a little excitement but yeah now we'll see if these two actually survived or what could be happening it looks like it's gonna get extra messy so follow along for that um on the reality tv wrap up feed or the separate married at first sight wrap up feed and yeah i'm on twitter rgp recapper thanks everybody for listening bye, bye. bye.